0: I was Randy on Snowflake Mountain in the ring on the uh, white-collar, billion-dollar, big-baller, bougie brawler, and now the one and only flake of Snowflake Mountain, Randy Uh, Wentworth.
1: Oh, my gosh. People function better when they're high. Hey, baby gorgeous. Welcome to Bravo and Blaze, where we're going to get lit on all the latest happenings going on in the Bravo TV world. This is a safe and uncensored space to discuss our love for everything 420. So grab your can of goodies and let's get lit. Welcome everyone to a special episode of Bravo and Blaze. And I say it is special because we have pro wrestler and star of Netflix, Snowflake Mallon, Randy Wentworth on the show. Welcome, Randy. That's so for those of you who have not yet watched Snowflake Mallon on Netflix, I'll give a quick rundown. Essentially the term snowflake according to Netflix, is a modern phenomenon of um, young people who are considered overly emotional, easily offended, and dramatic. And I just wanted to ask you, are you really a snowflake? Or were Uh, you really a snowflake?
0: You know, I'm really glad that, like, the show started off with a definition of snowflake before it started, because I know, like, when the trailer came out and everything, People were up in arms of like, no, that's a snowflake. This is a snowflake. And so I'm glad Netflix was like, hey, this is the definition we're using. You can think what you want, but we're using this specific definition of it. So I'm really glad, like, that's the case. But, yeah, I saw a lot of stuff on Twitter that was like, I don't know. Randy doesn't seem like a snowflake. I feel like he doesn't fit in with the bunch. But it was really because, like, my parents thought I was a snowflake. They thought, like, my wrestling career was a career – it was like a little hobby thing. Hobby, I thro- yeah. I was throwing away like a chance at medical school. I was throwing away a chance oh. of taking over my parents' business and I was putting everything into wrestling. And I was like, I would not tell my parents anything about wrestling. So they thought I was spending all my free time, just like watching TV, Goofy playing video off. games. Meanwhile, I was training the entire time. So I think yeah. the reason I kind of ended up in this situation is because like a lack of communication with my parents.
1: Wow. So I love that because I love that you're pursuing wrestling as a career. I grew up watching WWE before it was WWE. It used to be WWF. They they changed it. But we'll get into that in a minute before we move on to wrestling, because I could talk about that all day. I wanted to know. What kind of emotions were you experiencing during the filming of Snowflake Mountain? I mean, were have you ever camped before? Is this new to you or were you No.
0: Fine? I I hate camping. I hate the outdoors. Like my biggest fear is bugs. So like sleeping sleeping in like a tent that's like half open where like bugs are crawling in and out, like that was super tough for me and the entire experience was just like emotionally, mentally physically draining when I came back I lost 20 pounds so like it was extremely it was a it's like a lot tougher even than how they show it on tv
1: how many days was it total um
0: I have a number in my head 18 I don't know if that's right it was around three weeks though
1: Wow. You didn't even know how long, like you didn't know what day it was anymore. No, we weren't allowed to
0: have phones. We weren't allowed to have any kind of technology. We couldn't know what time it was. We couldn't know what day it was. We were just out there for however long we were out there.
1: Wow. So this was like really a like shake up, I'm assuming, in your life. It was like boot camp pretty much.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was um, it was boot camp, and then basically a lot of the stuff they didn't show was just like camp life, where people think like, oh, all we're doing is challenges and stuff like that. Like, no, we had to go down to the lake, fill up water to drink. We had to go down to the lake, fill up water to shower with. We would fill up a bucket and pour it over our heads, and that was I our shower. I we I had to make, we had to make fire and keep fire going because it was so cold, and it was just so taxing this entire time.
1: Yeah, that was like, you guys were kicking in the, into the instinctual, like survival mode, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. That's a shock on anyone. I commend you for sticking it out. Cause I don't know. I don't know if I would have
0: stayed. <laughs> uh, no, I would think the same thing, but I mean, honestly, I, I was a little um kind of excited when they dropped us off. I'm not going to lie. Cause I'm a big fan of Survivor the show Survivor so I was like all right bet and honestly I think that's why like people say like oh Randy you're not really in the first like episode or two or whatever because I didn't know what the show was about I didn't know what the premise was so I was like all right I'm gonna keep quiet I'm gonna keep low-key I don't want to put a target on my back if I'm right. gonna get voted out or something I don't know so Strategy. I was just super quiet I was trying to go with about my business not complain too much because I didn't know if we were voting people out if we were like doing challenges. The person comes in last gets bored. I had no idea how the show worked. And then once I found out the premise, I was able to open up and kind of be myself.
1: That's a good strategy. Just like stay low key, go under the radar. Yeah. I don't know what the rules are. I mean, exactly. I wasn't trying
0: to do something that accidentally gets me off the show.
1: So at what point were you like, Hmm, having a crush on Devin is probably uh, an okay idea.
0: Yeah. So once they gave like the premise of the show and it was like, all you got to do is stick around. um, Everyone sticks around and you win 50K. To me, I thought it was like, all right, everyone wins 50K if (sighs) we stick around. So I was like, all right, bet. I have a lot of free time on my hands. Like I'm going to see like, are there there any cute girls around here? I don't have to worry (laughs) about challenges or anything like that. Let me just uh, have a nice way to spend my free time.
1: Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Cause I was wondering that too, when they first gave the rules and said you get $50,000, I was like, Oh word. And then I, I don't know, for some reason I kept thinking the whole time, are they going to do like a switcheroo, but I won't um, give anything away for those who haven't watched, but how
0: how it ended. I didn't find out the way they did it at the end until like two days before the final day. I was like, wait, timeout. i I want to redo what I was doing.
1: Oh, my gosh. So that whole time you thought, like, as long as you stay, you're getting that
0: money. Right. Right. That's what I thought.
1: Oh, damn. Damn. That sucks. But, I mean, what was the biggest lesson you learned from that whole experience,
0: whether uh, you won
1: money or not?
0: Being vulnerable. There's a specific scene in the show with a hot tub Um <laughs> where... I, I, go, I get embarrassed on, a nat- on an international level in front of thousands and thousands and thousands of people. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it was embarrassing. I got the lowest the low, but I was okay. So, like, coming back, I was able to be like, all right, I can put myself out there. And I'll be okay after, after I experienced this incredibly embarrassing moment. So, like, I came back and I was able to communicate with my parents. I was like, worst comes to worst. They hate that I wrestle, but I'm going to be super honest about it. And I actually have a girlfriend now that like I was very I was very bad at commitment before I went into the show. But like after after this, I feel like I'm a lot I don't have any fear of commitment anymore.
1: Oh, my gosh. I love that. That's so great. I love to hear that. So after the show, well, actually, you mentioned the hot tub and I have this question that's been killing me that I have to ask you, did any part of your mind did any at any point did it run across your mind how disgusting that water probably was
0: yeah so um that was the only time we used the hot tub we had the we had the hot tub like we got it as a reward and we we could use the um hot tub for the rest of the time on the show
1: oh that was the
0: only that was the only day after that day we were like guys you know that's kind of disgusting like sunny (laughs) Sonny, thank God Sonny didn't go in, go in there because he didn't shower for the first, I want to say, 10 days.
1: Oh no. So
0: like Sonny was like, listen, I know how bad I, I smell. I'm not going in there.
1: <laughs> that is too funny. I really like Sonny a lot. Are you still friends with Sonny or any of the other castmates? Yeah, yeah,
0: we have a big um, group chat and we're all like super active in it every day. We keep up we're trying, we're trying to get a date to like all meet up in one place, but it's so tough with people in the UK yeah. and the other side of the United States. So hopefully soon we can all have like a big meetup.
1: <gasps> I would love to watch a reunion. Netflix. Come on, yeah. get on it, Netflix. Yeah,
0: come on. Listen to the people.
1: <laughs> so tell us more about your wrestling career. Cause I low key love wrestling. I grew up watching WWF. Before it was WWE. I love watching Total Divas. I mean, I feel like wrestling at that level is part of pop culture. And part of Bravo Blaze is part of, you know, watching pop culture. So I love that transition. Also, someone recently pointed out how, um, because a lot of people who watch Bravo, also um, there's overlap with um, people who like RuPaul's Drag Race. Right. and somebody recently compared that show drag race to pro wrestling and the showmanship the whole like yeah. flair about it and i just want to give you a shout out because for wrestlers you have to be in such good shape and there's a lot of specific techniques that i know you have to work on and make sure you're doing everything safe so big ups to wrestlers i think you know i think it's an honorable profession
0: thank you yeah um there's a saying in wrestling it's everything is wrestling so like you look at rupaul's drag race you can break everything down in that show into wrestling terms you can take snowflake mountain you can break down the entire show and you can use all these wrestling terms like how it would be structured in like a wrestling match or a wrestling show. Everything is wrestling. But um, if we're talking wrestling, I was Randy on snowflake mountain in the ring on the uh, white collar, billion dollar, big baller, bougie brawler. And now Ooh. the one and only soul of snowflake mountain, Randy. Uh, oh
1: my gosh.
0: Love I'm saluting it,
1: it. for anyone who can't see. <laughs> I love that. That's great. So do you, is that like what they say when you come out?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I say, don't worry about the, um, the height. Don't worry about the weight. Don't worry about where I'm from. Just get all my nicknames in there.
1: Oh, I love that. So what is your wrestling dream? Cause I know, I mean, for those who watch, you know, like the channel e or bravo we've seen total divas and they talk about nxt how that's like Mm -hmm. the first training that you go to before you go to wwe but there isn't just wwe there are other wrestling um, organizations that you could work for professionally what are your plans specifically
0: uh well like you um mentioned before is that there is a crossover between, like, wrestling and pop culture. But I feel like nowadays it's so split. Like, I was literally – when I first started training pro wrestling, I was literally, like, embarrassed. Like, I didn't want to tell my friends about it because it's embarrassing to be a wrestler. And that's why I wouldn't talk to my parents about it. So, like, my goal – like, back in the Attitude era, Stone Cold Steve (laughs) Austin, The Rock, everybody was a wrestling fan. So, if I can do anything, I'd want to bring – like the mainstream back to wrestling. Like maybe use the platform that I got from Netflix to bring new fans over to wrestling and just try to get more people involved and make it uh, a big part of pop culture again.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, WWE is so huge. They're a massive organization. they're global. They have a huge fan base already. I mean and they are global they, they tour around to different countries i mean they're pretty huge is that would you want to go into the wwe is that your
0: plan 100% um there's another new company um AEW that's pretty big they're both um it's on TNT and TBS so it has a big uh network deal so AEW yeah. WWE anything i feel like if i can get to like a big platform that's really just the goal. And then again, a lot of people try to use like WWE to go into mainstream. You look at The mm-hmm. Rock, you look at John Cena, you oh, look at a I guy like you look at a guy like Batista or whatever. They transition from wrestling into acting, reality shows. You look at Total Divas, stuff yeah, like that. If I can do the if I can do the opposite and like use these reality shows, social media and mm-hmm. transition that into wrestling yeah. and kind of intermingle both. That's the goal. I don't want to transition from one to the other. I want to combine them all.
1: I love that. That's kind of what, why I started Bravo and Blaze, because I saw this gap between pop culture media and the cannabis industry as I know it, which is for me, it's an extension of my wellness. It helps. I mean, you know, as an athlete, your body takes, it goes through a lot when you're, you know, constantly working out, you need it you know, it, it helps with recovery. There's just so many things that, um, cannabis provides beneficially, you know, for wellness overall. So that's why I started my podcast. So I love that you're saying that because it's kind of like similar in that yeah, way. And
0: speaking on that, my, um, one of my trainers is, um, he had all these injuries. He's been wrestling for like 20 years now. Mm-hmm. And now after every practice session, after every Match gets some cannabis in him, and he's like, he feels fresh, he recovers, and he's good mm-hmm. to go the next day. So, honestly, it is big in wrestling, too.
1: Oh, that's awesome. You know what? Maybe that's another path. There it work is. Work on together getting wrestling and cannabis. Because actually, I think on Total Divas, there was an episode where um Paige told Natalie that there was like weed in the brownies that she ate. So, she thought she was high. But really, Paige was playing a joke on her. But she was so scared because WWE drug tests you. yeah, And you could, you know, like be suspended or whatever. So she was freaking out. And but like you said, it helps in recovery. So I wonder if, you know, WWE and these other organizations are starting to consider that that's something that's come up in the Olympics where we've seen. I mean, there's somebody right now from. You know the WNBA, who is Mm -hmm. overseas because of THC. It's like, hello, it helps
0: us. I'm not sure, but I think recently WWE took it off, like their wellness policy for like drug testing. (gasps) I'm not positive, but there is um, there's one guy in the WWE that advert advocates for it like relentlessly. So and he's he's on TV every week. So I can't imagine. Uh, it's part of the um, Yay, wellness that's policy. If still,
1: yeah, sure. Anyways, um, do you mind if I get my tween real quick?
0: <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. yeah. What's up?
1: This is Mia. Mia, this is Randy from Snowflake Mountain. You remember watching? Mm-hmm. Um. So I made Mia watch with me pretty much as like a bonding thing because nice. we were not using electronics and... I wanted to show her because back in the day when I was younger, I don't know if you remember this, but they used to have a show called Beyond Scared Street.
0: Mm, Yeah, yeah, I know that one.
1: And I was saying Snowflake Mountain is like a lighter, less controversial version, like a modern (laughs) take on Beyond Scared Street. So I just wanted, I wanted to show my daughter Mia and I thought it was so fun. Do you have any any advice for her so she does not become a snowflake?
0: Uh, Listen to your mom. Uh, If you, (laughs) and be very uh, open. If there's a reason you disagree with your mom, tell her, don't just be like, I don't, nope, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Because then you guys won't know why you're not on the same page. So talk to each other. Always have an open relationship with each other. An open line of communication
1: oh I love that thank you and do you have a question for Randy yeah um on the show do you, who's your favorite person on there
0: um a lot of people are gonna be like uh obviously Devin I mean he's trying to get with Devin all the time but Ray you have a new girlfriend best friend on the show. yeah <laughs> Ray was my best friend on the show for sure um, um Ray was I wish they showed a lot of it like me and Ray at camp, we were just like messing around, trying to like play pranks on everybody. <laughs> we were just having a great time, just like rolling around in the grass, just having fun. Like, I really wish they showed more of that. Like, me and Ray were always partners for all the challenges. We went fishing in a boat at one point. It was a lot um, of fun. Um, that also, who
1: did you like the least on the show?
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> you you watched? So I'd say, um, take a guess.
1: Um. Solomon.
0: I'm not going to say anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. You don't have to say, okay. <laughs> thank you so much for that. Well, I want to thank you, Randy, for being here. It was, oh, such a, it was such a pleasure watching you on this show and getting to hear your, hear your story for anyone who hasn't watched it yet. Make sure you go check out snowflake mountain on Netflix. And I'm sure I can speak for the rest of us who have watched it that we're all rooting for you and your wrestling career. I'm manifesting all WWE and all your dreams to come true. So thank you so much, Randy.
0: Hey, thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Also, I'm going to include in the show notes, your IG handle, your Twitter, and you also have pro wrestling merch available. I'll put the link in the show notes. Do you have an event coming up?
0: Uh, Yeah, July 22nd, I'll be um, in Florida wrestling. It's called Local Pro Wrestling. It is in, and I don't know how to pronounce it, Ocoee, Florida. It's O-C-O-E-E, Florida. And um, keep an eye out on TV this week. Wrestling TV, any kind of wrestling TV, keep an eye out this week. I won't say much, but just keep an eye
1: out. Nice. And your event is on... July 22nd? July
0: 22nd, yes. Local Pro Wrestling. I'll be in a Battle Royal for the uh, their Promotions Championship. Oh, nice.
1: Please make sure to subscribe, follow, like, and leave a review. We are releasing one episode weekly for Season 3. Anyone who leaves a review and sends a screenshot to Bravo and Blaze at gmail.com before the season finale will be entered into a giveaway where the winner will be announced on the finale episode one winner will receive some bravo and blaze merch and along with a special shout out and a smoke sesh with yours truly so stay lit fam